Welcome to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Now, if you haven't been here, this is how it works. We travel the country getting into the hearts and into the minds of dads and talking with them about why it's important to dream. We share some stories and talk about how it is being dad and being a dreamer at the same time. The stories are incredible. The message is inspiring and hopefully you enjoy them as much as we do. Now, without further ado, here's the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another one, another Black American Dad podcast that's called After Bedtime. Y'all been here before. You know how it works. Uh, We are super excited to have a round two conversation uh, with my friend. I've known him for a very long time. Uh, Mr. Stephen James got Cousin Steve's barbecue and something new. I'm gonna have him kind of explain a little bit more, but without further ado, Stephen James is in the building. What's up, Steve? Um, burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> man, how everybody doing today, man? Man, I'm just happy. To All be right, here. so listen. The last time we talked to you, building Cousin Steve's barbecue, you were getting, you were real excited about where that's going. Since we talked to you, what we like to do is like, can you name at least one to three things that have been successful in your journey uh, since we've talked to you with some of the things that you wanted to accomplish? Because of Steve's, man, yeah. uh, everything's been successful. Really, uh, I've got nonstop family support, the community support. I'm I'm cooking I'm cooking up some some crazy dishes, man. Like everything couldn't have gone really any better. So, you know, so did you have an expansion of your menu? So that's what that's so I do want to do that, too. But what I'm focusing on right now is I need to be able to feed the east, the east side of the city. I need to be able to feed the south side of the city. I need to be able to feed the west side of the city. We got to get the food truck going. So that's that's my biggest thing right now. The menu. I mean, I, I can make whatever you want, really. But. We're definitely expanding the menu. We have everything you need over here, cousin Steve. I'll make you Alfredo right now if you ask me to make you Alfredo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, how many orders have you taken with cousin Steve? With cousin Steve, since I started. Yeah. So I would say probably over over probably over a thousand orders. Let's hear it for over a thousand orders. Over, over a thousand orders, <laughs> and it's and guess what? It's the the community that's closest to me. Everybody shows support. They've all came and ordered. Um, we've done fundraisers and all types of stuff too, man. It's just it's it's ridiculous, man. Nothing but love man, and support. We might have to work something out with Black American Dad, Cousin Steve, barbecue fundraisers. Kind of starting to make a lot of sense. And I'll fund it. <laughs> And I'll fund it. And I'll fund it. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But right now, it's about you. So it sounds like Cousin Steve is going great. You're growing that business. Uh, take me through a little bit of how is it now? Like your kids were working alongside you. And I remember you talking about how cool it was to have your kids working alongside you and stuff. How has that been with your relationship with your kids as your business has grown? There's a lot more orders. There's a lot more demand. There's a lot more responsibility. Take us through kind of like where you're at with some of the things that you have right now going with Cousin Steve and your family. And I love it, right? Um, it's not so much to me. I don't look at it as a responsibility, right? It's like a mm-hmm. hobby. 
So it's fun. Mm. My son loves doing it. But you know what? I actually have even something coming up for his football team because I'm the coach of his football team now too. But Woo! it's been such a big platform to provide for myself and not only for myself, but for others now. So I can now give back to the youth. I can do fundraisers for the youth. Uh, my daughter loves it. She started volleyball as well. And I'm going to use the same platform to do the same thing for her as well. It's, man, it's just a blessing. It's, wow, man. I love yeah. it. I love hearing it. What's some of the things you think that have stuck out to you in the last year uh, with Cousin Steve's that you see your kids taking away from your work ethic, your drive, your entrepreneurship, uh, your journey as, you know, as, you know, Cousin Steve, CEO? Uh, well, drive. <laughs> mm. Flat out drive in, in things that they do. You know, I don't have to initiate certain things. They already know what time it is. If I start cutting up some onions or if I start making some barbecue sauce, do you need help? Do you need help? Of course, I'm always going to tell them, yeah, guess why? Then my kids, they're a part of this. This is for them afterwards. So do I need help? I sure do. I might be on my last onion. I'll cut six more onions just for no reason. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just the initiative and the drive and the support. They'll come out there no matter what, knowing that my son's flipping chicken on the grill, my daughter's making sauces. It's just, it don't get much better than that, man. Do you ever sit there and kind of take that in? Like, as like, you can, you know, look out and see, like, in different ways, like, how your children are around you and how you've been able to create something that you're able to not only, like, build something for them as far as like a legacy speaking build something for them as far as a wealth and a finance perspective but then also just be able to have these like cherishable moments do you ever like think about those things can you take us through some of those moments if you have had those moments and kind of no, give I, us I, that visualization I, I i truly do and it's um once again it's a blessing but it was that's a blessing that was given to me from somebody that's bigger than me right so Everything that I do, I do through him. And they 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 follow in the footsteps of what I do. Like they say, your children shouldn't walk in your footsteps. They should walk beside you. So, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to see how much that they, they soak in. But they don't care what we're doing. They're just spending time with dad. We're laughing. We're joking. I mean, like, they love it. They absolutely love it. And they love it because I love it. Mm. And, they, they, and they love me even more because we're just having so much fun when we're doing what we're doing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, we're involved, like, you know what I mean? So... But that has to mean something to you, right, Steve? Like, you're thinking about, it, like... It means the world. It means the absolute world to me that I can share every part of my life with my children. In the business aspect, and we don't see it as a business, right? We we see it as like a, you know, and I, I I don't even know how to explain it. Not necessarily. What would be the best way to say this? We see it as we're we're having fun, right? But they know that what they're doing is is fun, and that that it's teaching them lessons and that they're gaining something. Cause my kids, that my kids on the payroll, 
they get paid too, right? There you go. They see it as something because they know that it's it's for them, and they're so much more appreciative. They it, it's nothing but love when we're out there. So, I mean, like I said, I I couldn't see it so much more than anything is just a, just a big blessing that I'm even able to do this with my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no stress. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that you come come try some food sometime soon. I'll bring you some. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm there, bro. You know I've been back I've been back and forth between uh, Phoenix and LA. So it's, I'm in LA right now. It's made with love. It's but, made with yeah. love. It's made with love. <laughs> I know, bro. You ain't got to tell me. The next time I'm out there, I'm there, bro. 100. I'm, I'm gonna get you. I'll make you your own slab. You want ribs? You want a brisket? All you got brisket. Do is I need that brisket. I want the mac and cheese. <laughs> I want like yeah. I need I need all of it. Like I, that's I'm serious. We gonna do something, bro. That's not that's definitely not something that we gonna have to ever worry about. Like, we gonna do something I gotta together get you, for I sure. Gotta get you correct. I gotta get you correct. Yes, bro. Please, because I'll be seeing these posts with this food and it's outrageous. Uh, the graphics too for the menu like actually look really really good. I seen also that you made some evolutions with that. Take me through a little bit of like an I like the idea of like what a day in in, in cousin Steve's and Stephen James' life as as CEO and then as dad. Like you know, how are you structuring and balancing those things? You're coaching uh, your son's football team. You're uh, we haven't talked about what, but you're also doing something else that we're going to talk about too. Um, <laughs> we may as well actually just talk about it right now. May as well just shout it out now. So, what is the new position that you're going to have, and then I can follow up with this question. Man, I'm liking the, I'm liking the coaching position right there at ACU, man. As a jump coach. ACU um, is a Division One, Division Two, Division Three, NAIA. What are they? What division are they? They're Division Two, Division Two track and field. I guess where do we start at? We started out with me, you, Alex, all out there. Yep. On that track. Yep. And guess who pushed me to be better? Uh Alex, because it definitely yeah. was not me. That man right there, <laughs> just on the opposite side of the camera. <laughs> he used to say, Steve, get out there and do that dance. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, but we pushed each other and we grinded every day, every day of practice. We put in every bit of work and it was nothing but love, just absolute love and support once again. And this was this was always my goal in general. I mean, I always wanted to give back. I always wanted to give back. And this is where we are now. But as well as uh, Valley Heat this is my son's team. And... Um, they just finished third in a, in the last tournament, and we have a lot of potential, a lot of a lot of just amazing athletes, man. And we're just we're so excited. We're going to start traveling soon, um, but to be able to coach my son as well as be, you know, a, a mentor and other aspects of life is 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 just truly a blessing. Uh, a lot of people don't get to do that. And I didn't even know how I would structure it at first, right? Because you got to be coach and then you got to be dad right afterwards, right? Right. But you have, to, you have to remember that. So while you're coaching, you're coach. After you're coaching, you have to be dad. 
So you have mm-hmm. to explain. I told you these things during practice because I'm your coach during practice. Practice does never spill into our regular life. Games never spill into our regular life. So that's how we, that's how I treat it. That's how I structure it. So, you know, if he gets in, if the only time it would ever spill over is if he gets bad grades in school, he would have to run extra at practice, but he doesn't get bad grades in school. Yes. Yeah. So, Smart boy. He knows, know. he knows that, like, I can't afford that because my dad has, like, a dual <laughs> level of authority and, and influence, so I got to be able to figure something out. <laughs> but, he, but he also has his own input. He can let me know whatever he, you know I mean? He can, like, I feel like we should be doing this or I don't like this, and I take it in just like a coach. Yeah. And then, once again, it never, neither one spills over into the other one. Um, once again, it's it's just amazing. I have a bunch of uh, org org leaders with me as well. I have a couple other coaches, Adam Gaines, Israel, Stephen Nunez, and they have my back as well. So we'll be going into tackle football with the uh, with the Raiders coming up soon, and we'll be coaching them all the way up until high school. Wow, that's beautiful, man. That's amazing. So how are you balancing this? How are you doing uh, all of this? I, we all got the same 24 hours in a day. <laughs> so it's, it's it's really not too hard, honestly. What, well, take me through it. So for those dads that are listening to this that aspire to be like Stephen James, like I want to be the coach of my son's team. I want to be able to have my own business. I want to be able to do the things that I love. Take us through how you structure that so that way you can help these dads out with like what okay. they have. I know so, you start out with like you got 24 hours in a day. Everybody yes. does. So Wing Wednesday starts Tuesday. <laughs> if you're not at, if you're not going to get your wings on Tuesday, you're already behind the ball. But so by the time I get everything for my food, it's already there at the house. So Wing Wednesdays, brisket Fridays, you know, when I put together my rib and chicken packages, it's already marinated and done the day before, right? So I don't really have to stress too much about that. Coaching, I usually coach from six to eight. And then the days that I'll be coaching track and field will be the opposite days. So I usually coach Wednesday, uh, Monday, Wednesday, and then I'll be coaching the other job Tuesday, Thursday. And then Fridays, I usually have games. Saturdays are pretty much up in the air, and Sundays we fish. It's not that Beautiful. hard. It's not that hard. <laughs> You saying that, but you got a structure. You have a real plan, and you put that in place. How long, in the process of you being dad, um, how much of that was already attached to you versus how much of that are you learning as your business is growing, as your life is growing? That you're like, hey, I got to be more structured. Was it was it the former, or was it was it something like like what I was just explaining to you? Well, you, it, you it, can pretty much say the former and the latter. Because I already had structure because I grew up in a, in a restaurant. We had Chicago's Backyard Grill when I was a youngster. Uh, it was on like 67 mm. and uh, Campbell. But so I learned a lot of stuff from back then, but also the latter. Most of the time, sometimes I, I can be running around like a chicken with my head cut off because I have, you know, 15 orders at one time. And I'm like, I did not see that coming. But you just... You know, I mean, you gotta, you gotta 
trust in, in, in the former, like you said, right? That you've prepared enough so that it's really not going to even be an issue. So sometimes it's unnecessary. Sometimes I, I create unnecessary stress but for myself, but I've already done all the preparation. I've already made sure that I was in a position to succeed. So it it's really never a problem. The, the biggest problem is always wanting to do more and to do better. That is probably the only thing that I can stress about is that I always want to do more or I, was, I, I do always want to be more efficient in what I do. So I do worry about that on the, you know, I mean, like you said, that's probably my biggest issue. I always wonder how I can do things better than I'm doing them right now. But they work. Every, everything right now, it works. It's going according to plan. And then, you know, I always wonder, like, it's going according to plan now, but what if we have a bigger influx of orders or a bigger influx of, you know, during a holiday or something like that, you know, how do I prepare for that? I prepare for it when it happens. Uh, you know, I, I make it happen. Uh, Failure is not an option. We don't really use that word around here. So we make it happen no matter what, no matter what we have to do, means necessary. We have to fulfill all our orders and do what we need to do to get it done. You have such a drive in that, like you say these things like driven and preparation, uh, you know, and execution. Like it, it's about, you know, not only just being prepared, but also doing it and getting it done efficiently and effective. Uh, and you see that in how you compartmentalize that in every aspect of what you're doing, whether it's coaching, whether it's in the kitchen or whether it's with your kids. Um, do, do, what do you, what, if you were to say that there were principles or if there were certain things that you uh, utilize to be able to embody that, those, those attributes, what would you say are some of your core principles that really have kind of expanded not only as the CEO of Cousin Steve's, the head coach or, or the coach of the football team, the track coach in the jumps, uh, and then also dad, what are some of those consistent uh, foundational principles that you feel? Those are the things that I was taking away, but where, do, where, where does that come from for you? Okay, so we have obviously the no quit, but that's so generic, right? For me, it's it's do everything full speed, right? So you do everything, you do it 100%. And if it doesn't work, we can correct mm -hmm. What doesn't work at 100%, right? If you do something at 50% and it doesn't work, well, where do we start to fix things at? Yeah. You're guessing so at that point. We'll never, we'll never know. So you do, if you fail, you fail at 100%. Guess what? You can mm. see what you did wrong when you tried your hardest. If you didn't try mm. your hardest and something went wrong, we can't fix that. If you tried as hard as you can and it didn't work, we can sharpen things. We can fine tune things. We can find a way to do things better, but we can know that you did your, you, you went all out. You gave it your everything and it didn't work. Well, this is why it didn't work. I can calculate that. But if you tried half and we, and we failed, well, how do I fix that? I don't know. Also, love what you do you have to love it you have to absolutely love it you have to enjoy what you do and you have to have fun while doing it 
If you're doing anything that you don't love and enjoy, if it feels like a hobby, it's not for you. When I when I work, it's 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 not stressful. It's it's more fun. It's challenging. You have to love what you do. Every time you cut a brisket or every time you run a route or every time you complete a jump, you have to love it. There has to be a yeah. certain level of love. It shouldn't feel like it's work. If it feels like it's work, it's probably not what you should be doing. So I, yeah. I always encourage everybody, passion, follow it. Like, if this is what you love doing, do it. Do it, and you do it 100%. <laughs> if, it yeah. feels like, if it feels like it's a job, or if it feels like you're forced to do it, you shouldn't be doing it. And that's yeah. what I do. So that's what I enforce. No, you're right. It's so much of it is like do what you love and love what you do. And love what you do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and do you feel like your kids take that away from you a lot? And can you give me an example of how they do what they love uh, based off of like those lessons that you give them? Correct. Like um, even my son now, my son is now uh, coming to me with a football film. And was like, you know, this person was wide open on the play or this went wrong. And I'm sitting there at six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, what? <laughs> just like my daughter, volleyball now, you know, she wants to grind. She's so motivated. They're motivated by the, by, and they're motivated by each other and, and what we do. So it's like, they're just, they're just, their motor is non nonstop now, you know. Yeah. They want to be to be better at what they're doing. They're and we teach perfecting the craft, like you know, perfect your craft if if you can perfect that craft. When it's nobody's looking, when nobody's watching, it's the work you put in outside of that 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 makes you better. And they do these things. Now I don't have to ask them to do them. They show these things to me, and. It, you know, I'm saying like I would like to say it's it's based off of me, but no, it's them. Yeah, they're, they're my drive, and they're their own drive. So it's just like a, a functional circle. I would like to say <laughs> you created an ecosystem, an ecosystem around yeah, exactly. uh, love and <laughs> uh, giving a hundred percent, and that drive and that effort. And I think that that's, that to me is parenting. That is a parenting in a nutshell. It's complex what you're doing because it takes a lot of dimensions for that to be pulled off. It can't just be the words. It can't just be the actions. It has to be a combination of those things with a blend of finding the hybrids of what works with each individual and so that you can have this cohesive nature. And that's something that you're doing effortlessly. And that's you well, not necessarily books. effortless. <laughs> you need to stop trying to give me compliments on a podcast where I'm trying to compliment I you right now and put that on my wall. <laughs> that was amazing. I'm here. I'm here complimenting you. Man, that was crazy good. I'm like, man, this boy is a poet. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm an artist through and through, but the, the words 
are one thing, but I'm I'm listening to you and hearing it, and I'm just giving the shape of it. If you think that that's beautiful, that speaks to how you are as a dad. That speaks to how you are as a human being. And that speaks to how you are as a dad as well, though. Yeah, of course, of course. This podcast ain't about me, Steve. It's about you. Well, when I'm, if I'm inspired by somebody, I have to talk about it. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. And I appreciate this audience. Of course, like, I thank y'all. I appreciate it. Yes, it's dope. You know, yeah, all, all things considered. You know, I, I, I aspire to be a great dad. There's great dads like Steve and so many others that have inspired me to continue to do it. And it's conversations like these. Um, that hopefully not only myself and not only Steve, but that other dads that listen to this, they also are inspired too. They're also able to take away, um, you know, give 100% of your effort, you know, love unconditionally, you know, and and do what always, you love. And there's always enough time in the day. There's and, Exactly. And there's everybody's got 24 hours. There's the always enough time in the done. day. So go throw that football. Go get that ice cream cone. Go pick up that Powerade. Go. Yeah, I mean, the kids are, con- uh, they're subconsciously telling you, you know, that they want attention from you. Pay attention to them. They'll love yeah. you 12 times more because of it. Yeah. yeah. It's just love. Kids you said you have a little bit of a balance, too, because you said Sundays are for fishing. So, we fish. like, take us take us kind of through that. Like, what, like, like, how did you come with Sundays being that day, or like, was it just like a calendar thing or schedule thing, or what? Did you see that there was a void there that you needed to fill? And like, I need to Correct. designate some quality time. Correct. I didn't believe I was spending enough quality time, and then uh, you know, I talked to my dad, and my dad was like, you know, the, the kids, they understand these things, whether you believe it or not, but they understand these things. And I was like, no, I just need to spend more one-on-one time away from you know everything all the rest of the sound that the the world makes right we go fishing it's it's quiet it's just us we don't even have to catch anything but we wake up in the morning i fish right now currently with with slim jims and sometimes i'm warm all right and we go out there and we fish for the biggest fish. My my son is now trying to catch like a 10-pound fish, and I have to go get a bigger rod and go fish in a different place because I'm like, there's no 10-pound fish here. <laughs> but we're going to find us a 10-pound fish. I'm going to tell you that right now. There you go. We're going to find us a 10-pound fish. And that's how it was. It was just being able to relate on a more, on a personal level, to, to be able to, have, to break that little, if it was some type of wall, that, you know, I'm still always going to be your dad at all times, but I believe you should be able to, to talk to me and, and hang out with me as, as we'll, we'll never be equals, but with no barriers attached, right? I want you to be able to tell me about your problems. I want you to be able to tell me about your good times. Uh, I want you to be able to tell me about anything. And through fishing, it's uh, one way that I found that it's the easiest way and it's just so fun and fundamental for us that we hang out, we laugh, we joke, we tell stories. They tell me about their day. You know, it's just it's it's what I wanted. I wanted to spend more time personally with my kids without the outside interference of everything that's going on on this earth. Just us. That's it. Yeah. That's what I said. You hit the nail directly on the head. It was probably a, a point of me. I didn't believe that I 
was spending enough personal time with my kids and that's why Sunday's fishing and it doesn't have to be a Sunday it can be a Wednesday when they get out of school if they want to fish it's yeah. fun we can go fishing before we go to practice <laughs> it's just it's just love that's, and that's just peace and around all the calamity that's where you find your your little bubble of just happiness and no stress. Listen, man, hearing you talk about how you spend time with your kids is warming the soul. And I hope that the dads are walking away from this with the inspiration of seeing like, this man has such high energy, is doing so much, and it's all for your kids. It's all for your family. It's all for them. and. I love the idea. I was talking with another dad earlier who is his, him and his son and his daughter are starting jujitsu together. And the idea of just doing things together that are not necessarily uniquely Steve things or uniquely his kids things. You know what I'm saying? They're there. You guys do this together. And that's a bond. That's an important thing. So for those dads that are out there, you know, find activities that maybe even things that you don't know how to do they don't know how to do and do it together and and go through these experiences and learning new things together uh soon very soon steve i'm gonna have you and your family come surfing and we're gonna do some surfing lessons and we're gonna figure out how to get into the water boy it's gonna be a lot of fun <laughs> i can't wait i promise you i cannot wait dude. i cannot wait now shoot you tell me when and we'll get it figured out I, I, I promise you it's going to happen. So, but this is the next question I have. So like, what's next for Steve? All right. We got the coaching. We got, uh, in both ACU and the football team. And we got cousin Steve's what's the next, what's the next obstacle? What's the next goal for Steve in all of those categories, especially also being dad. My first goal is just to be better at everything you just named. Boom. Uh, from here on out, I will take it there. Once again, with the food, I want, I want to, I want, a food truck. Food truck will be next. College coaching. I uh, want to be a better coach. As a dad, I just want to be a better dad. That's it. I take it pretty much a day at a time. And I feel like everybody should. So for any dad that's out there believing that they're not doing a good enough job, right now it's 549. At 550, you have the opportunity to be a better dad. You can do that. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, man. <laughs> it starts whenever you're ready. That's basically it. It's like, now, it, that's now. the beauty of it. It's like, mm -hmm. you have the time, no matter what. You could pick up mm -hmm. that phone. You could call your kids. You could get up. You could go see them. You could, whatever the case may be. Yep, you could change anything I, around you at this point anything. in time. Exactly. At 550, you could be a, a better dad. Correct. At 550. And that's, <laughs> that's, there's so much, so much freedom in understanding that, that, you know, your transgressions or the issues or the circumstances in which led you all the way up to 549 can be immediately washed away with just a simple change of your mindset to say, I dare to be better. I dare to make that movement forward. And that's something that I think is really incredible to be able to grasp onto that at any given time no matter if it's a second no matter if it's an hour 
that chance for you to be a better dad still remains always. And yeah. hopefully dads are able yeah. to take away from that. You got, everybody's got the same 24 hours in a day as my man, <laughs> as Kevin Steve says. What you said again right now was so tough. You know what I mean? That needs to be a clip on Instagram. <laughs> that needs to be a clip on TikTok. Uh, everybody's yeah, face. Man, you show, you're showing love, bro. <laughs> yeah. All right, bro. Listen, Cousin Steve. Steve, this is your moment. Shout it out. Let the people know where they can find you. Any information about everything that you got going on. Yeah, you can find me. I coach Valley Heat flag football team okay i'll be coaching with the raiders coming up so phoenix arizona y'all that's shouting yeah. out phoenix arizona. phoenix arizona i will be coaching tackle football coming up soon as well you can find coach uh cousin steve coach steve cousin steve yeah. uh cousin steve's 134 42 come on i gotta hold for <laughs> anticipation <laughs> 42 West Roseland and Phil Park 85340. Okay. I mean, just in case y'all weren't paying attention before, I kept y'all on your toes. Okay. I make briskets, I make ribs, I make fried chicken, I make everything that your mama made and your grandpa and your daddy and your auntie, they made, I just make it better. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if you find me, if you want to be able to jump further, higher, run faster, I got you. Once again, also a part of top dog training as well. Top Dog Training. You can look it up on Instagram as well. It's TD Training. It should have a, it should, it'll have a dog on it. Come on. Lock in. Everybody. Lock let's in, be, y'all. Let's be better. Let's just be better. Let's be, I'm not going to tell you to be better tomorrow. I'm not going to tell you to be better a week from now. Be better in the next 10 seconds. Come on. Yes. You got 10 seconds to be better. You got 10, you got seconds. 10 seconds. Be better in the next 10 seconds. Easy, y'all. I'm thinking it easier, y'all. Be better right now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like I said, life is fun, man. Let's do it. And let's do it together. <laughs> well, y'all, together. thank y'all so much for listening to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Thank you guys for listening, for supporting, for championing. Cousin Steve, Stephen James, an amazing father, an amazing entrepreneur and coach and leader in his community. Uh, If you guys have any questions about Black American Dad Foundation, if you have anybody that you think should be on the show that we should be able to hear about, email us at blackamericandad at gmail.com and subject line it after bedtime and go into a little bit more of what it is that you want us to do for you. Thank you guys again. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. There's going to be another great Black American Dad, y'all. Plenty more to come. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to another episode of the After Bedtime Podcast brought to you by the Black American Dad Foundation. Hopefully you enjoyed the stories of a father daring to dream. Now, if you do have somebody that's in mind that you think could fit our show or you have some questions about the Black American Dad Foundation, you want to learn more, you want to donate to the Black American Dad Foundation, email us at blackamericandad at gmail.com. Subject line it after bedtime and then go into a little bit about what you want to know. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much again and have a good night.